0: Welcome, one and all, to It Builds Character, our improvised character building podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm John. I'll be your host as usual, and I've got two fantastic guests with me today to help put these characters to life, or this character to life, I should say. And to my right,
1: you have Castrol. I've been into sci-fi, fantasy my whole life. Definitely a huge fan of make-believe since I was born, but I've only really been playing D and D for like past two years or so
2: well we're happy you joined the hobby and are happy to have the, at the table with us today and on my left i'm brent you might recognize me as the voice of sparks from our uh die by the dice podcast um i've been playing tabletop stuff since about high school maybe maybe sophomore year something like that so uh aging me a little bit but about 15 years or so now
1: almost oh you're so old <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh well, you might have built a lot of characters in that time, but you've probably never built one like this. So what we do, if you're new to the podcast, is we take suggestions from Twitter and from friends and take a little bit of a mismatch of them, roll them randomly, and build them all into a single character. Uh, the three of us are going to brainstorm, and by the end of this, we'll have a playable level 3 character that you can bring to your own table or use as NPC as you like. Or just enjoy the, the creative process, whatever is easiest for you. So first, I want to say thank you to the people who helped make this character and by submitting character suggestions. Matt at Roguish on Twitter, uh, Nicholas at Draconic Gaming, uh, courtesy of Jason at What Do You Do Pods, uh, Chris at arcangle Thirteen, Blizzardmain at Blizzardmain One, and our friend James, who's not on Twitter. So thank you everybody who contributed to this week's character creation. So our six character traits are as follows: the first is this character constantly criticizes everyone's attack methods. <laughs>
1: Oh, Brent, you don't know what that person's like at all.
2: (laughs) Not a clue. (laughs) I'm already getting bard vibes, though. Ooh, okay, interesting.
1: Well, that would make sense because he's got a nitpick on how other people are performing. Or she. He or she. We have not decided gender.
0: So we try to use a neutral they as we're sort of in the early stages. And then if we start kind of shifting one way or the other, then as it kind of flows naturally, we'll go to whatever gender our character ends up being sweet our next trait is born of powerful wizard parents but lacks any spellcasting abilities well there goes the bard thing oh
1: so it's like they're the one that gets compared to their more successful older or younger sister Mm -hmm. all the time like Mm -hmm. oh tanya just got into med school and she's getting engaged next week or whatever
2: (laughs) born of powerful wizard parents what was the second part But lacks any
0: spellcasting abilities.
1: But wizards, right? Like, uh, just because they're wizards doesn't mean it's hereditary because. Not necessarily, right? Right? Because, like, you, like, just like a skill, like, you gain your wizard powers. You weren't necessarily gifted them at birth.
2: Right. That would make them a sorcerer, right? Yeah.
1: Hey, look who knows (laughs) stuff right here, knowing stuff.
2: It could be like they come from that family of
0: doctors and, like,. You know, your dad was a doctor, your grandpa was a doctor, your mom was a doctor, your dad yeah. was a doctor, and then you're like, you don't have any doctor capability. But I want to no. play drums. <laughs> no,
1: but like, this person's older sister is like definitely like the most successful mm-hmm. brain surgeon in all the land. Mm-hmm.
0: Our next trait is this character is employed as a tinker and likes to tinker.
1: A uh, tinker. I didn't know this was that kind of show, John. Uh, like they make stuff?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, cool. Alright, not what I was thinking. Alright.
0: Does Tinker have another meeting? I'm not aware. I feel
1: like it should. I just I feel like the kids these days would make Tinker have some kind of alternate meeting, but probably not. Okay, so it likes to make stuff. I'm picturing steampunk for some reason.
0: Yeah, I could see it. Our next trait is the favorite weapon is a heavy crossbow. Ooh, okay.
1: Oh, yeah. That How they heavy. have
2: perhaps tinkered
0: with. Of uh, absolutely, in my opinion. All kinds of cool gadgets, a scope a, a scope on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. but
1: how... So, heavy crossbow. I wonder how big... Are we talking, like, shotgun size? Or are we talking, like, take down a dragon size?
2: Uh, not that heavy, I don't think. Although, I guess it could well, be. Well, we
1: haven't talked about body type at all, like, just because they're powerful wizards. Well, there actually
0: is a mechanical weapon called the heavy crossbow, so I figure we kind of can build around that a little bit, but sort of the fluff of how... Is this, like, a big old arbalest or what the details are in this crossbow can we can figure out.
2: I like to think that they're actually really like a a small race and the thing is very small, but because they've tinkered with it so much, it has the power of like a regular one.
1: So like a men in black, like little grasshopper situation.
0: Almost. Yeah. Mm. What if we went with a smaller character, but then had a humongous gun anyway. So it's like a crossbow as big as they are. I like it.
1: (laughs) Well then, I feel like the crossbow becomes more than just the crossbow. It could also be like their vehicle for getting around. <laughs> <laughs> well, because think, I mean, if you're halfling size and the crossbow is dragon killer size, then that's basically like you're a car to a human, right?
2: I, I think it's more like a tank at that point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have two more uh, trades to get through here. Kay.
0: Next one is this character is left-handed. Okay. Left-handed. And lastly, this character has a major lasting injury. Ooh, interesting. Okay.
1: Mm, missing an eye eye patch.
2: Pinched a nerve from lifting their giant heavy crossbow. Uh,
1: yeah, no, pinched nerves are oh,
2: it's the worst. There's no jokes to pinched nerves. Like, yeah, yeah those suck.
1: Well, I feel like constantly making fun of others has something to do with being born to powerful wizard parents but not having any powers. Like there's an emotional connection there. Like they're gonna as a defensive mechanism.
0: They're kind of lashing out because they feel bad. Lashing
1: out to other people, and then they found that they have technical skills over wizardy wizardry skills. So that's why they like to tinker. And then the crossbow became like their point of fixation. So I feel like the crossbow is in essence as important to them as their parents' powers with wizarding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Like their whatever their tinkerer tools mean just as much to them as their parents' powers of wizardry.
2: Ooh, and they're a lefty because their lasting injury was when they were like tinkering around with their heavy crossbow. They like lost fingers or something like that on their right hand, and they had to learn to shoot left-handed.
1: But if you're a tinker, wouldn't you gadget yourself up a new hand? You
0: could. So, you think they weren't born left-handed, but have sort of trained themselves to become left-handed following this injury? Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of cool.
1: I think that is also cool. All
0: right, so how severe is this right-hand injury? Is there even a hand there at all anymore?
2: Hmm. I was envisioning just, like, a couple of fingers or something like that, but, I mean, depending on how... Well, I think that kind of depends on the nature of, like, what kind of tinker they are. Are they, like, full-blown, like, weaponsmith kind of thing, or are they just, like fiddling with clockwork stuff or are they like heavy machinery you know what i mean
1: so again with like the psychological profile that we've built with this person is a huge void is in their life because they cannot wizard like their parents can and they've probably been told that since Mm -hmm. birth so you're
2: thinking the chip on their shoulder makes them go like as extreme as as they possibly can. tinkering
1: is where i find my thing like tinkering is where i find my joy that's where i find my power i need to tinker okay so high risk, high reward for them. Probably also pretty confident with their ability to tinker by a young age. Okay. Because it would have been like, oh, hey, this is what I can do. I'm just guessing. I'm just, and that would make sense because also it takes a long time to become left-handed. Right. Like you don't just blow off one arm and then become left-handed overnight. Like that's a... It
2: takes a long time, right? Yeah. So I would well, say that's So that's of a an interesting entry. point. You know, we were thinking, is there even a hand? Is there even an arm anymore?
1: I mean, I kind of like the idea that the arm was blown off, but they, like, continued to tinker, and they do have an automatronic right hand now, but because it took them so long to build that, they're naturally left-handed. But they, I I would like to say that, like, their right hand is now a pseudo-weapon.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, so what if the crossbow is the arm now?
1: Oh. What? 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 <laughs> i think
0: I, li- I think I'd like it better if the arm maybe has like a place to sock it into the crossbow because mm-hmm. given the resources they have, they're not like the right arm isn't as dexterous as the left that has become mm-hmm. so it won't it kind of is taking a secondary role, but there might be like a spot in the crossbow can sort of sock it into to brace and provide stability.
2: I was going to say I think this thing would have to be an arm crossbow instead of a hand crossbow
1: yep (laughs) that's a that's a thing that's a that's a thing there's a hand
2: crossbow in the book
1: yeah i don't know i'm sure there's lots of different kinds
2: (laughs) and are any races jumping out hmm tinker kind of screams gnome to me right
1: yeah but wizard parents so wizard parents can be anyone but like do wizards like
0: oh there's tons of gnomish wizards Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Tinkered is yeah gnome.
2: Is that too like? What's the obvious? word I'm looking for? World of yeah, Warcraft. Obvious. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> mm. We'll call it uh, cliche. Maybe if it's always a gnome. Too so cliche. like, what's another?
1: So then, like orc, that'd be the opposite, right? That you would have two orc parents definitely
2: be an opposite.
1: Turtle people. I was
0: thinking kobold, but there's not like kobolds aren't usually wizards. They're more shaman or not shaman sorcerers historically there, right? Of the cor- I I can't get over this uh, the idea of the small character with the huge crossbow. It's I'd funny, like...
2: right?
1: <laughs> it is I mean like that would make sense for their like compensation and their like constant making fun of others.
2: I mean gnomes literally have a trait called tinker. So
1: Yeah. And they already have like no offense, but like probably short person syndrome in like or what Napoleon syndrome. <laughs> I don't know. Make that sound nice.
0: Well, your whole species
2: is Yeah, so it's no short. big deal. Yeah, it well, might not like, be a big deal.
1: I feel like this person wants to get outside of their species because they want to get away from home. Halfling?
2: Anybody got any strong feelings about halfling?
1: Mm-hmm. No, halfling. <clears throat> halfling <clears throat> wizards? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm into it. All right. I just feel like they're so peaceful. Can you reread the parameter for constantly making fun of other people?
0: Constantly criticizes everyone's attack methods.
1: Ah, so, so a little bit of a, like, I know I'm right, your attack methods, which means they, they have studied attack methods quite a bit. Are halflings known for, like, their battle prowess and, like, their attacking?
2: Well, so we've got two kinds in the core book here. You've got lightfoot halflings and you have stout halflings. So lightfoot are more like, Let's see, you're inclined to be affable, get along with others, you hide easily, that kind of thing, you kind of evade uh, notice. The stout ones are hardier than average, some say they have like dwarven blood. So that mm. sounds a little
1: more in line, maybe? I love the idea that like, because he's a tink- a sheep, they are a tinkerer, that- they have lots of different arms kind of stowed away for different occasions.
2: Ooh, a bunch of like specialized Yeah. attachments? Yeah. I uh, like that a lot. That's definitely getting back into gnome territory though, right?
1: Like kind of like a
0: Well, we don't have to kind of go on, you know, racial biases yeah. here. I guess that's true. One of the kind of core tenets of D&D is anyone can be anything, so right. we can do a, yeah. a cool halfling inventor.
1: Yeah. Why would this person have gotten fascinated with a crossbow?
0: Maybe just the mechanicalness of it. Like crossbows it, yeah, are and the they're, most.
1: They're tricky, mm-hmm. you know? And there's lots of different types. So you can, like, come up with your own type. Like, maybe this person trademarked their own type of, you know, like, there's not another one like this. This is a very unique crossbow that they have.
0: And they're constantly, impo- like, iterating on, constantly making it better as they get m- more new techniques.
1: Yeah, and then pointing out how other people's crossbows are inferior, or other people's weapons are inferior.
0: Yeah, they think they've solved combat. Like, this is the perfect, this is the pinnacle of weaponry.
1: Well, so then this makes me feel like they'd be a good, like, weapons master in an army, you know? Like, mm-hmm. This is the person you go to or who the leader goes to to invent their their Icarus or whatever, to invent their, their weapon, so a certain amount of like smarts obviously like a good amount of smarts. Oh yeah,
2: this per- they're going to have to have pretty high intelligence, intelligence for sure.
1: Yeah. But like f- maybe physically not.
2: So
0: I think fighter is probably our class here. Yeah, it might be. Uh, cuz we can't pick anything magical,
2: right? So that's so nerd a ranger's. It's nerd. <laughs> it's just
1: nerd like
2: a, a Wizard I think is what you're Uh-oh. going for well, there. Well,
1: yeah, no so but that's the thing like his parents weren't getting their hands that dirty,
2: right? So he's
1: not a fighter. He like he chose a crossbow. A crossbow is a a distance weapon, right? She, the,
2: he or she. The. But you can have like an archer fighter, like fighter as a class can have like an archery. Oh, focus. Yeah, I
1: think there's some anger. Yeah, okay, fighter. Yep.
2: So the closest thing to a nerdy fighter might be like a battle master.
1: I don't know what that is, but I do think that this person would like to master battle.
2: Yeah. So a Battle they're Master, a ma- their whole master thing battler. is that they're like students of war, right? They're like they study battling
1: yeah. <laughs> with a yes, yes. crossbow, with repeatedly, their giant crossbow. <laughs> yeah.
2: Continuously maybe.
1: I didn't make the rules. I didn't make these <laughs> words up.
2: Um what do you think, John? Battle Master? Battlemaster's good. Champion's also
0: good well, if You want to just have that like the all in one weapon? Because champion just gets more crits, bigger crits. Focus Wait, on that weapon. what's
1: a... See, but I don't know. If, I feel like this person's a little bit of an outcast, and champion sounds like a little bit more of a straightforward hero.
2: So the champion like archetype is basically they're focused on the... De- well, from the book. Focus on the development of raw physical power honed to deadly perfection. So in this case, it would be less like physical strength and more like prowess with the weapon. Perfect aim. Yeah. Um. The battle master is they're like students of like combat in an academic sense and then they've mastered all these like special maneuvers that give them uh, the ability to like add extra effects.
1: I kind of like battle master more like because I feel like because of the chip on the shoulder, this character will always be trying to improve and they're a tinkerer. A tinkerer is never like, oh, I'm so satisfied with the thing I've made, I'm done now. Like they're like, how do I make it better? But what if I add this? Oh, someone had this thing, I'll do that. I mean, and That's a tinker.
0: And as you're describing battlemaster, that fits with the c- criticizing other people's attack methods. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cuz you're like, oh, yeah. they get God. attacked by like an orc <laughs> with an axe and they're like so
2: cliché. See
1: <laughs> the hilt on that sword.
2: That's your stance, <laughs> yeah. please. Really? Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like that fits pretty well. Okay. Ooh, what if the maneuvers from the battlemaster class are like special arrows or like settings on the the heavy crossbow?
0: Oh, I like that.
2: Yeah, so like the pushing attack is like a heavy weighted arrow or something like that that knocks oh, yeah. them back.
1: Oh no, yeah, Full or like the trip thinker. one
2: is like the you know what are the bolo or whatever where it's like ties them up around their feet or something like oh. that or kind of flavored. So that we're way. kind
1: of thinking like a what if like a crossbow Hawkeye? Yeah, I yeah, was just thinking like go. a Hawkeye or oh my gosh. So I've been watching like the new Shira. There's the <laughs> the new bow has like all of these amazing. It's not that bad of a show, no, okay, a guys. Thing. It's not that bad. It's actually like pretty good. I'm not gonna justify it here and now, but
0: no, you don't yeah. have to. We all have, there's just too much content. It's on my to do list, but yeah,
1: we all get it though. Like Bose, like a like a Batman, where you always have like kind of a different gadget that you can throw at an enemy. I feel like this character really likes coming up with the new gadget.
0: Is there a shark repellent? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we've got Battlemaster Halfling Fighter. I like that. What are our? We've got a few levels to go through for abilities. What's
2: what do we get for level one? What are our choices there? Let me. So first level, you get fighting style, which we have to pick. I think we go archery. I, I think you have to go archery.
1: Sure, yep, that.
2: Um, Yeah, your options are basically, like, huge like, large weapons, which the crossbow wouldn't count as.
1: No, it's, like, long-range archery.
2: Yeah, uh, so that's great weapon fighting. Dueling, uh, which is melee weapons. Defense, not really. Uh, Archery is the one we picked. Protection, not really. Two weapons, not really. So that really just leaves archery. Yeah. Uh, And then the other option, or the other thing you get at first level is second wind, and you just get
0: that. You just get it, okay.
2: Uh, second level is Action Surge, which lets you take an additional action on your turn. Uh, and then the last one here is Martial Archetype. So that's where you get the Battlemaster. So what we pick... We gotta pick our maneuvers. Yeah, you learn three maneuvers of your choice.
1: What are those maneuvers?
2: Those maneuvers are, uh, there's a goading attack, which makes them have disadvantage on all attack rolls against anyone but you so it's like a taunt.
1: Uh, nah, sounds like a natural
2: right, a little bit of bit. criticism hurled their way perhaps.
1: Just artful criticism.
2: Uh lunging attack. So that's not really relevant mm-hmm. with nope. an archer.
1: Also just tiny legs.
2: <laughs> uh one could argue that that would necessitate lunging more often, but uh precision attack this is kind of a gimme I think uh you use your superiority dive that we haven't really talked about uh and you add it making your attack more accurate um pushing attack so you hit someone and then you get to push them back up to 15 feet. it's pretty far actually and trip attack is the last one um so you basically hit and then they might get knocked down
1: mm.
0: I like trip cuz it's our our trick arrow kind of thing mm-hmm.
1: well if they can do it with the trick arrow, though, because like they're not going to be close enough to do that. We're long range.
0: So the trick is the trick arrows are going to be like fluff for the mechanical ability of the attack. So you're using the mechanic mechanical ability if you have these certain number of bonus act, like superiority dice you can use that will enable you to make these special attacks, these trip attacks, these precision strikes, and things like that. Mm. But in the flavor, instead of you know sweeping for the legs like you would if you were a melee uh, fighter. Instead, you're loading in a special arrow that has a, mm. a bullet or something
2: on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I like that one or the one where you said that they taunt them.
2: The goading attack. Yeah, I think that one makes a lot of sense. I mean, like we flavor four was. of them. Three of them. Three of them? Oh yeah. my
1: gosh, so many. I wasn't keeping track. I was only making a first favorite.
0: I've been making notes. So as long as you're on page of the first
2: favorite. Uh, my first
1: favorite was the goading one because like, that just seems like that's our bread and butter.
2: So goading, I think, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I like precision precision I think also makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. and then really it comes down to either trip attack I think as like another trick arrow one Um, fainting could maybe make sense as like a some kind of either another trick arrow or like a flourishy kind of show off kind of move pushing could make sense I like pushing or trip because I like the trick arrow. Yeah. Once that, we mm-hmm. came up with that concept, I was on board.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah. The the frightening thing, the menacing attack, that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense.
1: No. So I think it's between. What's the push- wait, what's the pushing thing again?
2: Uh, you basically fire an arrow, and if it hits then you they you have a chance to push them up to fifteen feet from you. So like oh, so you the arrow is like arrow blunt like but it hits excellent. super hard and it mm-hmm. pushes yeah, them back.
1: Picturing like a boxer's glove arrow. Like yeah, it. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly Where what I Where's that picturing, like too. I'm picturing a cartoon with this, I don't know what that's
0: well, like Green Arrow This yeah. DC guy used to have boxing glove
1: yeah, arrows.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, that would work, too. And also, like, pushing someone 15 feet back with an arrow strike, like, that's one heavy crossbow. That's a
2: that's a major uh, thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: so, like, is the advantage of... What's the advantage of push versus trip? It sounds so, like push is...
2: Yeah, so push, you get to, like, shove them in a direction. Like, I think it's away from you, specifically. That
0: could be good, too, if we're doing, like, a ranged-focused character. If someone tries to get up in their grill, yeah, you can just knock, knock them back. back. Yeah.
2: Um, the trip one... Can also be like that's I forget in this system if they're prone is that you get disadvantage on ranged attack. That's what I thought. Yeah, so it's actually self defeating if you trip them with an arrow like that. Although you could say, okay, he keeps those around to like help the other guys in his party because clearly they could use the hand. Yeah, they all Mm. they can get. Yeah, I mean Mm. they're stuck with those stupid swords. Like Uh, (laughs) fine, I'll help out.
0: Yeah. So for me, it's I think we got goading, precision, and then trip or push.
2: Okay. Also, disarming might not be a bad one. I don't know what flavor-wise that looks like. I guess you shoot the sword out of their hand. Yeah, I guess it's like a magnetic arrow,
1: right? <laughs> mm, I feel like pushing. Yeah, it, it makes is more, more sense. Fun. All
0: right, so let's do some stats here. We're doing the standard array, as always. So that means we have a fifteen, a fourteen, a thirteen, a twelve, a ten, and an eight to distribute between our ability scores.
2: Okay. Now, we decided they were a stout halfling, right? Mm-hmm. Dex increases by two.
1: Wait, John, is this the first time that you've had a couple on this show building your character before?
0: I had Lisa on, so we're a couple, uh, but this is a pair of own couple own guests. Character.
1: Oh, man, we're a couple of guests. <laughs> I'm going to let you let you do whatever. You're, the, like you're writing a lot of things down and making numbers. I'm going to... Let that go. You let me know when there's character development that needs to happen.
2: So we're getting into like the math part of it, but then. Yeah. <laughs> but it's light math. It's not too there's, bad. There's some other stuff coming up.
0: So we're basically trying to figure out what abilities they're good or bad at. Right. Um, I think high decks will be good mechanically, and high int makes fr- sense flavorfully.
2: Yeah. As a stout halfling, they also get a plus one to con. Okay. That's nice. Um. And then I don't know how relevant it is, but they also have stout resilience, which is a, uh, advantage on saving throws against poison. Oh, nice! And resistance to poison damage. That's that's very nice.
1: Could be a thing.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. High dex makes a lot of sense. Um, high int also, but I don't know where we want to put. Let's see, we get plus two to dex, so like fourteen in dex to get the even sixteen works for me. Okay. How high do we want to put that int there?
0: I think we put the 15 in intelligence.
2: Think like, the 15 goes there? Like
1: a giant walking tree? Sorry? The int.
2: Ah.
1: Ah. Int. I think you're so <laughs> smart with your math over there. You're talking about intelligence, right? Yes. I got it.
2: Okay, so the 14 and the 15 are spent. Um yeah. We could do... Thirteen in con because you get the plus one to make it fourteen.
1: Okay, Wait, what's con? Uh,
2: constitution. So, like, how hardy are they?
1: Not their poop schedule. Uh,
2: I guess they're.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was okay. Sorry
2: they right. they have a lot of probiotics in their diet, <laughs> a lot of yogurt, leafy greens, <laughs> yeah, some roughage, yeah,
1: <laughs> wheat beer. Hey, halfling, <laughs> a lot of wheat beer.
0: So I think the twelve goes to strength. They've got to heft this big old crossbow.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh well, yeah. I think it makes a lot of I sense did. for charisma to be eight. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, I think that's true. And but remember, like, we've we've been saying this whole time that like basically they have like a automatronic arm too. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know if that counts within strength, strength or not, but it's like maybe the arm is the thing that's able to pick up the crossbow and then you know,
2: Yeah, they might be like a 10 normally, but like the arm gives them an extra, like plus two or something like that to make it 12.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Because that gives them a plus one bonus. So then.
1: I feel like their asset on the team is their intelligence and tools and tinkering, not their charisma.
0: No, I think they're kind of a jerk. (laughs) Well,
1: I don't want them to. I feel like if somebody got to know them.
2: They're they're a bit prickly, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. So an eight still gives them just a minus one. So like they don't they're not like going out of their way to make any friends, but like, yeah, if somebody with a really high charisma were to like put in the effort, they might be able to win them over.
1: Yeah. But they have these unique skills.
2: Or somebody got real lucky and just rolled a twenty trying to make friends.
1: (laughs) Hey. It can happen. Could be.
2: Okay, so I think that gives us our stats then. Strength twelve. Dex 16 total, con 14 total, int 15, wisdom 10, charisma 8.
1: Those sound like great numbers and things. They're this okay numbers.
2: <laughs> the one odd number on there. But, but like what
1: me. really, you know what we haven't talked about though? This is so basic, but like, I don't know. I don't know but like chaotic, neutral.
2: Funny should, you should mention like, that. Like, That's coming
1: stuck? up. Is that is that a thing we're talking about next? absolutely cuz like what does this person like care about so they care their motivation? about t- you know, what what's their motivation What drives them again back to this shira show that's on <laughs> netflix they do have a tinkerer scientist person who does some stuff i'm not going to ruin it for anybody but it's definitely like that whole like well if it's science i can do anything
2: so we did our stats so we need to get
0: some skills from skills and gear from the fighter before we do that, I think we should pick our background, because that will give us some skills as well, so we don't overlap. Ooh, right. Background. I think Scholar fits
2: best. That, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm.
1: What are our choices? Oh, God. Is I it was... going to be like a really long list? Um, we'll kind all... of
0: just pick the ones that are sort yeah. of best fit. It's not that. I long.
1: mean, I feel like Apprentice, Scholar, like person who really, Craftsman. Ooh, there's yeah.
2: there's really Guild Artisan hard. as well. Guild yeah, Artisan. Yeah, that, that, that could be could good. That could
1: work. Battlemaster, Guild Artisan. I feel like those go together really well.
2: Yeah, so part of the Battlemaster, um, so one of the benefits at third level for Battlemasters is you gain proficiency with one type of artisan's tools.
1: Which would make, well, I'm going to say like probably metallurgy is this guy's.
2: Yeah, so I was going to go to the like equipment Smithery,
1: Whatever you want to call that, it's probably this guy's jam. I and, mean, you could say woodworking too. It's a hard argument, I don't know. Weapons building, if I don't know if that's just its own.
2: So the types of artisans tools are alchemist supplies, brewer supplies, calligrapher supplies, oh carpenters God. tools it's makes a sense. Whole
1: list. I can see it.
2: Cartographer, <laughs> cobbler, cooks, glass blowers, jewelers, leather workers, masons, painters, potters, Potters. Snips.
1: There we go. We got it. Ceramics, guys. <laughs> it always ceramics. Kestrel Making is pots.
2: avid ceramicist. I am. Um, uh, there is literally just tinker's tools here, so like tinker's that tools makes sense to but me. But
1: but he's like weapons, tinker's tools.
2: He only got these tools at third level, so like his first two levels of his career, he wouldn't have had those. Yeah, but it's we part don't know. Of maybe
1: he wasn't always. Maybe he was making other stuff besides. Like, why weapons? Why did he go into that? You know what? What about his life turned him? Or her to weaponry.
0: Well, if we keep saying him, I've been sort of leaning towards masculine for this character as well.
2: The chip on his shoulder kind of like makes me like that kind of pettiness seems a little bit. Yeah,
1: I, I feel like I'm a woman and I'm very petty and I have a chip on my shoulder. So, okay. like I, you know, I feel like that's is, both ways. What
0: is really kind of making me think man on this one is the nitpicking everyone else's combat style seems very... Well, actually, kind of the guy who like shows up on your timeline and just kind of yeah. gives you advice or corrections with unasked for... Exactly. A little bit of
1: a mansplainer. Oh, God. He's a battle splainer As he's master building all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Do you know the origin of scimitars? Yeah, I do. The origin of scimitars <laughs> are... <laughs> yeah. Let me
1: stop you right there. Let me just jump in here for a moment. Uh, I think what you mean is... <laughs>
2: So yeah, I I think everyone kind of was feeling the same. Like, guys, it's probably a guy.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we I mean, we easily could
2: be otherwise. Yeah, but
1: but we have to find at some point a redeeming moment, and it could be why did this guy go to weapons over telescopes or something? You know, like why did he in water purifiers? Like why did he go to weapons? why did he do fighting over wizardry? Maybe his parents were killed and he finally was like, I'm going to use these skills. It could be... Or his parents were like wizards for the Great Rebellion or something. He was like, I can show you.
2: Okay, I've got a theory. Okay, hit me. So we've been talking about this guy, like the lasting injury, right? Like that... Supposedly up to this point, we've been thinking of it as like a tinkering accident, right? Yeah. What if, as part of his background, if we can find a background that also gives them some kind of artisans tools, there's alchemist supplies. Mm, alchemist supplies would be in danger. line with like, oh, my parents are magical. I'm not, but maybe a this, you know? And he's trying right. that and then there's an alchemy accident. It explodes and he decides he's gonna swear off magic. And now he's doing the tinkering thing.
1: Well, no, I mean, you could still swear off magic and make water purifiers. So, what I'm saying is, but like, why war? Like, why weapons? Why not? He's a tinker. Why not clocks? Well, he's
0: employed as a tinkerer, but he also likes to tinker. Are they maybe just like are into weapons? Like, some people are kind of weapon hobbyists. Yeah. And maybe that was sort of became like it was a fascination that turned into a career. And then. Oh, the, his call to adventure could have been he has this great crossbow design, mm. but it's like too expensive and people aren't seeing the value in it. So he's like, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'll get out in the world with this crossbow, become a great soldier, because obviously I am smart enough to be so, yeah. and show everyone the perfection of my design, and I'll come back and be a renowned inventor.
1: No, I, I, no I, t- I agree with everything you're saying, but I think like something had to give him a call for, for battle, like a real... like in your gut call for battle. So that's either like mom and dad died or mom and dad did this and I want to show them I can do it better. Not that those aren't the only Ooh. two solutions. I'm just saying that those are very common solutions.
0: It could be kind of that trying to prove himself or prove right. himself. Uh, right. His parents are powerful wizards, you know?
1: So it makes sense. Like they were the great wizards in the rebellion against the dragon Lord. Well, I'm, whatever,
2: whatever yeah. yeah
1: and so he wants to show that he can also contribute to the rebellion so he is and i don't,
2: need your, with, and I don't need your stinking spells to do it
1: spells to do it or maybe he's fighting for the dragon lord at this point no, we don't know
0: <laughs> well, really
2: going the other way with it. <laughs>
1: well,
0: yeah, one of those things yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. like uh he'll introduce himself and he's like hey i'm uh gerald this and they're like wait like uh, the
1: this whistles like
0: like a uh, Jim and Marjorie fist- this whistle and he's like yes, yes they're my parents so
1: oh oh turn that statue into gold and uh, I can't know what I do and then he shoots him with the
0: arrow he just wants to go to one party where he doesn't
2: have to be recognized for himself and not as his parents kid
1: <laughs> right right
2: yeah and every time he goes to the party he's like look look I'm gonna shoot the apple oh god not the apple thing again I'm like all right yeah go for it
1: yeah, like because he has a bunch of tricks. Oh, totally.
2: Because yeah. he's a tank so obviously he's got all
1: these tricks, right? Mm. But like, I'm just saying that, like, of his motivation, I don't know if this is even in the book. I'm just he had to have been called to battle for an like a internal reason.
2: Yeah, I mean, technically, like, there's whole sections here, like defining events and. You know, part of the backgrounds, you've got your uh, personality traits and ideals and things like that. So that's his thing, right?
0: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. kind of either be his own man or kind of make his own name is a yeah. a fairly good driving force. Yep. This, it doesn't necessarily have to be a personal tragedy that spurs adventure.
1: No, no. It's just often a plot construct, right? Mm-hmm.
2: So the guild artisan thing is kind of what I'm picking up in. Yeah, I has. think that's good.
0: mm mm-hmm. So that's going to give us insight and persuasion as skills. Mm -hmm. One type of artisan's tools. I think uh, either alchemist, I think alchemist tools seems good. Okay. And then
2: we get an extra language.
0: Awesome. And one set of uh, artisan tools. So I think the artisan tools, we now use tinker tools there. Mm -hmm. Well, Uh, we
2: get the tinker tools as part of the battle master. Well, it doesn't have to be tinker tools. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we get a set of tools as part of battle master and i guess he wouldn't have his apothecary things with him if he's not doing that anymore. uh sorry alchemy things if he's not doing alchemy yeah. anymore so yeah you get some other kind of uh toolkit from this
1: i like the idea that he could just make a little mini forge anywhere cuz i mean if he's going to have all of these arrows like he's going to need yeah makes like a, a way to like sh- make little mini arrow heads all the time
0: you get like a boyer's kit mm-hmm. as a as the one he gets from battlemaster or like a wood carver's kit.
1: Just think it's an adorable thing to have a mini forge with a mini person.
0: A little unload you like unload your pack and
2: it kind of like folds out into where did that oh that was the what was that dungeon we were doing where I was like, it says Brazier, aren't those big? Like I was like, <laughs> I needed it for a spell and we were like, I guess you could have like a travel one.
1: <laughs> I love that. I still want the crossbow to be a little mini car.
0: That's more of a it ballista at that like, point. Uh, yeah,
1: I feel like he's smart enough to come up with like his own little vehicle so that he can keep up. Like horses, I don't need no stupid horse.
2: I'm imagining like a Flintstones car yeah. with like a ballista yes. on it.
0: Basically, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, he's he only level three, so we yeah.
1: Gotta, <laughs> okay, but eventually we
2: need room to grow. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's flip back to fighter and let's pick some
2: uh, skills here. <laughs> okay. We get. You want to go down the whole list here? Just we had a choice of what uh choose two skills from acrobatics animal handling athletics history insight intimidation perception and survival i think perception history
1: or oh because he probably can't be intimidating Annie.
2: probably well i mean Can he, he be could intimidating
1: be intimidating with his words
2: so mm-hmm. I think perception makes a lot of sense, and history I, I actually also thinks makes yeah. a lot of sense because he's like that nerdy yeah, character, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And none of the others really seem to like maybe insight. I guess you could make. An well, he gets
0: insight for. from Guildardson.
2: Oh, I guess I didn't read that part. Survival is the only other one that I could see maybe being like a an option that's viable too because it's like a. I'm imagining, like, making, like, weird traps and stuff out in the forest or something like that, like, snares and...
1: Yeah, but we haven't made- painted him as a f- forest person. Well, like,
2: as a tinker, like, he'd be able to rig up some, you know, crazy thing, but... Yeah. I
0: think he can, um, but I see him more as a city mouse. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes a lot of sense.
1: Well, but... So, intimidation as far as like. I mean, but he has his, no
2: charisma, is his thing. So, oh, and he's mean, also like uh, three feet tall and, you well, know, like not very threatening. Well, you
1: can yeah. be
0: like, you know, say that really creepy thing. That's like, whoa, I don't know about this guy. Oh, well, that's true. Well, and
1: he's got like the robo arm.
0: Yeah, I think we could do intimidation. But Do we want to ditch history or d- ditch perception to get intimidation?
1: Uh, well, history actually ends up being like super useful on missions, right? Because you're like, you run into a thing and you're like, what's could be. this thing? And I feel like history plays into his nerdiness so well. Yeah, that's the like part that, that I really makes, like about yeah, it. Yeah, like that just makes so much sense.
2: So yeah, if we wanted to do What's intimidation. Perce-
1: but so what does perception give us? Like
2: uh like your ability to pick out details. Okay, well you can't and, be
1: critical unless you're perceptive.
2: Yeah, so I was thinking that and yeah. I like the idea of him trying to be intimidating, but he's actually not very yeah, good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but he's like
1: <laughs> per, but well mm, but he's perceptive. Yeah. Yeah. 'Cause he like he wouldn't be able to criticize other people unless mm, he was
2: He's always looking for like oh like your foot's in the wrong spot, <laughs> you know, that kind of well, thing.
1: Well, because he's always looking to like improve himself. Yeah.
2: So what do we have for starting gear? Uh so you start with the following equipment. In addition to the equipment granted by your background, whatever that was, mm-hmm. uh chainmail or leather armor. Leather, in our case. Right. Uh longbow and twenty arrows.
1: Of our own design.
2: Could be. A martial weapon and a shield or Two martial weapons. So we just get a longbow? Uh, Yeah, that's what it says. I think we can sub
0: longbow for crossbow. Seems like a pretty fair trade.
1: I feel like given our skills, we could just turn...
2: Well, so the, the next line after martial weapon and a shield or two martial weapons is a light crossbow and 20 bolts or two hand axes. I,
0: just... I think we ditch the light crossbow and the heavy, and the bow and just get... Trade both of those, trade for, both one those for one heavy, heavy crossbow.
1: crossbow. Yeah, okay. one heavy crossbow. I agree. I don't want... Stupid crossbow. Like, so then
2: <laughs> going for full on like FPS weapon switching here. Are we going for the two martial weapons or the martial weapon and a shield?
0: I think we go two martial weapons,
2: but they're like integrated into the arm. Ooh, okay. A little Swiss arm me arm? Yeah. Swiss, ar- Swiss like an arm.
1: Iron, an Iron Man situation.
2: Yeah, kinda.
0: So maybe like a short sword and a little else. torpedoes? Torpedoes,
2: um, no, no, that's not short sword hand crossbow.
1: <laughs> crossbow and a mini crossbow. It comes crossbow? back,
2: comes back mm-hmm. around.
1: Wait, are we saying that we get a major crossbow and a mini crossbow? Yes. We get both of those things. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, it's like a short sword, or you can like stretch basically like a wrist rocket over it or something like that, and then yeah, yeah you've got like, like your heavy crossbow.
1: That's like his mm-hmm. emergency tool. It's like, in like in in one case. finger, just. Pew.
2: I
0: was thinking the...
1: But if it's like coated with poison, then... Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I know what you're going for. A little dart like underneath on the wrist or something. I
1: think Um, it makes sense. Yeah, totally. Well, okay. It makes sense also because this guy, I think this person would prefer to be away from the battle Mm -hmm. scene by a certain amount of distance. Mm -hmm. But when they get... When things do get close, they want like plenty of little things that you wouldn't notice so that... They can get away.
0: Yeah, the the knife in that arm is like, yeah. I'm not. I don't want to get in melee. No, but I can. I'm accordingly. Yeah. I'm a scrappy little rat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in a bar fight, you come up next to me because you think I'm small and disabled. Like I'm gonna show you.
0: Yeah, you get a knife in the guts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like if if anyone knows how to take down a bully, it's this person.
0: All right, and so what do we decide for alignment?
1: I'm just a naturally really good person, so it's hard for me to. You think not good. But, I mean, we could do neutral.
0: I think chaotic good would fit here. I was chaotic, feeling chaotic, chaotic for good. sure.
1: Yeah, chaotic good. Yeah, I feel like that's a good compromise.
0: So, I think they're like, they have good intentions and good motives, but they're kind of prickly and doesn't really come across all the time. Like, if hmm. someone sees them on the street, they'll be like, oh, that guy's kind of a jerk. But yeah. they're doing, you know, they're, they're working towards a, a positive end. I'm
1: mm-hmm. kind of picturing the rocket character from Guardians of the Galaxy where he's like constantly stealing an eye, <laughs> but also like saving the universe.
2: I swear, every everything I get involved with, rocket comes up somehow. <laughs> everything you touch turns to raccoon. Apparently, <laughs> You're not like the king Midas, put raccoons You know what? He's a raccoon now. <laughs> All
0: right, so let's go ahead and get a look here for him. Now that we have a alignment, so what? What hair color, eye color, skin color are we doing for this guy? Hair color, eye color. Well, so
2: halfling. Yeah. And it's, give
1: me, give me some more history on like what would have. So, so he's stout, a hev- heavy stout. Stout halflings. Stout they halfling.
2: said, like some people say, they have like dwarven blood. So I'm picturing like, you know, obviously like a stout kind of um, build, and then like you know, big bushy like lots like of, a gimli. Yeah, 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 situation. yeah, totally. So I'm trying to see if the book has like a picture. But I think they just picture the the other.
0: Well, they could be kind of like, you know, sort of classic Bilbo design. You know, a little yeah. pudgy. Yeah. yeah. With, with 12 strength, they're fairly strong. So, like, kind of have that dad bod going.
1: Well, they'd have to because, like, if you're going to be lifting those hammers and ma- making anything out of metal, like, you'd need forearms. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a thing. So, you, your, like, upper bot, like, your forearms and, like, upper body at least has to have something going on.
2: How old is this person? Because that might, like, are they going gray maybe? Are they, like, full-on white hair, you know, at this point?
0: Getting out from under their parents' shadow definitely seems kind of more of a youthful
2: I was, mm-hmm. I was feeling that too, yeah. yeah.
1: I feel, like, also as wizards, like, they would have been rich. I don't know why. I just feel like wizards can just, like, make their own wealth really easily because they can either, like, make their own goods or they can make goods and then sell them. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing he would not have wanted for much as a child. I don't know if that would have translated into like how he dresses himself now or like adorns himself now. But he would have been raised probably not to want for much. Probably true. As far as like food or comforts.
2: That's why he's stout now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: So... What do we think for, like, hair color? And we can do crazy colors, because Alchemy's a thing, and so is magic, so. Right.
2: Oh, yeah, if he's got, like, the angsty thing going on. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a crazy color.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, like, kind of a mohawk situation going on with, like, some thick, like, uh, steampunk glasses or something.
0: Oh, maybe they have, like, a targeting reticle on one of them? Kind of flip down? Yeah, 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 there you go.
1: yeah. Just to show how legit he is. Mm-hmm. It's like a constant reminder. I feel like he's got tats. He's got some tattoos.
0: So let's just choose like one prominent one or one like particular favorite tattoo instead of designing his whole tattoo aesthetic. Like he can have many I tattoos. Feel like, but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I But I feel like he's like the nerdy tattoos, like the chemical compound tattoo kind of person or like a map or like a, you know what I'm saying?
0: Ooh, I like map. Like what, what kind of map? What what was the map of?
1: Well, this goes back to like, what does he love? Maybe
0: there's like a, like, so I'm borrowing this from another property. I don't exactly remember which one, but like a wandering city, like a city built of uh, artifice and uh, mechanicals that sort of like wanders around a desert or sort of barren area. Okay. It's like a map of that city's territory. Okay.
1: So like, but it would be a fictional city to him?
2: No, it's a real place that he kind of draws inspiration from.
1: Mm. Or are
2: you thinking it's like an Atlantis type thing where it's like a legend and that this is like a artist rendition or something like that?
1: I think this goes back to like what motivates this person. So like what does he really love and like what does he really value, right? So the reason why he tinkers is because he thinks that tinkering is just as good if not better than magic, mm. right? So what is the scientific equivalent of better than magic? And that to me is like chemistry alchemy mm. alchemy it could be alchemy because that's like what he got when he was a kid or something
2: in the like i forget which realm or whatever isn't there like a uh oh crap what's that? like a plane that's dedicated entirely to like logic and like clockwork stuff and oh all yeah. that mechanism uh-huh. yeah that's what i okay, thought Okay, then so maybe it's some sense. symbol that's Is relevant some to that
1: symbol to that yeah like w- clock building or something like that like or a diagram of the, of the perfect clock or something like, you know what I mean? Like some kind of scientific rendition or a diagram of like the perfect machine or something.
0: Well, there are Modrons and Inevitables are kind of the famous things from Mechanus. Uh, modrons are like little shaped robots and Inevitables are giant like clockwork humanoids that
2: uh, enforce the laws of the reality. Oh, yeah. If he's like trying to be a little bit edgelordy, he's probably going with the Inevitable, right?
0: Oh, hold on. What about this? What if he's got the mechanical arm on one side and he has his other arm tattooed? Oh,
2: it's t- all yes. mechanical. Yes. yes. Yep. There it is. Yeah. That's the that's
1: one. That's it. Because he, wish he was, yeah, because he wish he was actually like a cyborg. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: Suddenly we've got like a and d version of an Iron Hand
1: here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But no, but that makes sense because that's the thing that he values. That's the thing that he goes back to and he trusts.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we just need a name. You just kind of threw one out earlier that I didn't think was well, too bad. Well, but
1: his parents are wizards, though, so like...
0: Well, I think this, with the, uh, this Whistle is the uh,
2: character name I used for Flip oh, in okay. uh, Wade's game. Oh, I think that's right, actually. <laughs> uh, okay, so we decided probably male, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the suggestions they give are Alton, Ander, Cade, Corin, Eldon, Eric, but like spelled strange... F- Finnan, Garrett, Lindell, Lyle, Merrick, Dude, Milo, so wait, Osborne.
1: Hold on, wait. So here's the thing. He was given a name by his two wizard parents who assumed he was going to be their wizard son.
2: Yeah, so it's going to be a little bit more... So it's going to more... be a
1: nickname. Like he's going to have a formal first name and last name and then he's going to have what everybody calls him, right? So like Glitch is what everybody calls him. I like it. But like Eldron... Archibald, Archibald Archibald. the third. Sorry
2: to anybody named Archibald listening (laughs) to this. It's a great name. It's a
1: great name. Archie's great name. But but he has like some lame first middle, and he's like a third, you know, like in the line of long line of wizards. But Mm. everyone just calls him Glitch, or everyone calls him like Gear Nut. I don't know
2: Gear Nut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like Glitch a lot. I think that's great. (laughs) Okay, and that could be like maybe his nickname happened because people were asking him like, "Hey, what happened to your arm?" He's like, "A glitch." And no. so he's also
2: like the kid that can't cast spells. Like he's the glitch, he's the so glitch. he's like owning oh, it now.
1: Oh, he's owning it. He's he's and purple, I'm picturing this purple faux hawk, mohawk thing going on. All right, the so glitch has got it going on.
0: We got Archibald Glitch, last name the third. Perryweather. I love it. Perryweather. All right.
1: The Perryweathers have been around for generations, son. <laughs>
0: I think we're good. All right. All right. So we've got Archibald Glitch to his friends, the Third, a battlemaster fighter halfling who specializes in his heavy crossbow and has a mechanical arm with a number of distinct gadgets up his sleeve, so to speak. Uh, he constantly criticizes everyone's attack methods. Uh, his powerful wizard parents uh, have brought him into this wizarding family, but he has no spellcasting abilities or aptitude of his own and so he's turned to artifice and martial aptitude to make his own name. Prior to adventuring, he was employed as a tinker, and he loves to tinker. It's not just a job, it's a passion. Uh, his favorite weapon is that aforementioned heavy crossbow. He's left-handed following a work accident where he replaced his right hand with an artificial mechanical one. Uh, and though powerful, it's not quite as dexterous as his new, now left dominant hand. And that's his major lasting injury, that missing arm. He has striking purple hair styled into a mohawk with some artificer's goggles and a targeting flip-down reticle built into those goggles and a st- a striking tattoo of gears and mechanisms running down his biological arm to give him some artificial symmetry there. So that's our character. So Brent, anything you want to let our listeners know about before we wrap up here?
2: Well, uh, for anybody who's a fan or interested in checking out our Die by the Dice podcast, um, or at least checking out the Starfinder game that we play on that podcast, uh, John, you and I are going to be at RocketCon here in San Diego on Saturday. So uh, we're going to be running a few games if you guys want to come check out the system. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: It's going to be an all-day-long event. Uh, Come on down to the Scottish Rite Festival in Mission Valley. Uh, Tom's going to be there, too, from the main podcast, and it should be a really good time. So if you're in the San Diego area and you got a Saturday free... Come say hi. Uh Kess, anything you wanna tell people about?
1: Come play some sweet games with my bros on Saturday.
0: Well, thanks again for the plug then. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter, die at Dieby the Dice, or if you have anything longer for him, email us diebythedice at gmail.com.
1: Oh, actually, you know what, can I make a plug for? Yeah. Okay. So, nerds, listen up. The Orville. I don't know why it took me so long to get it basically because we refused to get Hulu because we were super stubborn because we already have like HBO and Netflix but The Orville on Fox just it it like it's corny and like there's lots of controversy I'm sure but like I am really enjoying it as a show it's basically like Seth MacFarlane's love letter to Star Trek and I am really enjoying it as somebody who grew up on Next Generation Highly recommend.
0: Yeah, I love season one. I haven't checked that season two at all yet, but uh, Orville, get at us for sponsorship. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah, do it. No, we like binged like 20 episodes this weekend. I don't know. Yeah, but, we really did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we we watched a lot. No,
1: it's, it's great because it has like that same corniness that like I l- love from Next Generation, but is actually has some pretty serious and deep stuff going on. And the production value... Shocking, like, I was surprised. It was really good.
0: Mm -hmm. And, yeah, if you could recommend this to a friend, that would be fantastic, and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.